The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Okay, so the goal today is to finish the halachos of the malachim. Uh, first, a point that we had, um, we were reading about the horses in Sanhedrin, uh, in Masechah Sanhedrin 2-4, and there was this word that we didn't know. Um, he says about the horses that the king, um, So, so it is permissible for the king to have excessive horses as much as he wants to, for his soldiers to ride on and, um, and to ride on in his wars so as to intimidate the enemy. But what the Torah prohibited is for him to have horses, and then this is the word, okay, we, which we were trying to be as Ba'arvos. Um, so a listener wrote in and said that it is, uh, it means stables. And I looked it up. And apparently it's from a, I mean, it's a Tanakh Hebrew word, but check out this pronunciation. Never would have guessed this in a million years. Urvos. Okay. Bit urvos. And the word in the dictionary here, urvos, this is why we, we couldn't find it when we looked it up, is, um, where did it go? I lost it now. Urva is a stable. So that's the word. Uh, so he cannot have extra horses in his stable, uh, Levatala. Uh, who, who, uh, who to, to like ready to ride on. So we got the idea right. We just didn't know that word. So I want to go back and, and uh, show that. Okay. Okay. So we were up to, like the last one we did, we did was uh, he shouldn't uh, drink Derek, it's us for him to drink Derek Shichrus, and um, he should only be involved in Torah and talking to people. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking about this yesterday and like even this, let's say, let's say, you know, obviously our kings did not have a good track record with the, um, Right. But even this, I think, even the fact that the halacha says this is a huge, says it says a lot about the Torah's philosophy of monarchy. Like, uh, you probably know this more than I do, but like, I'm sure in many, many other cultures, the king is expected to have a different set of priorities than being Osik Batora. And like even being Osa in the Tsarchei Tzibor, like, like, you know, like, I, you know, I'm sure that one's more common than being Osa in Torah, but like literally the, I, you know, t- for the Torah to legislate having a philosopher king, you know, even if that ideal is so rarely attained, it says, it itself says a lot, you know? So I, I think that's like worth it to point out, you know, because I know, I know we're, we give kings a bad rap because they were deserving of that, you know, but still, Okay. So this is new halacha now. Vav v'chein lo yihiyeh shatuf benashim. You should not be steeped in women. I think steeped is the literal translation of shatuf. Afilu lo haisa lo elaachas. Even if he only has one, lo yihiyeh matu etzla tamid kashar hatipshim. He should not be frequent her constantly like the other idiots. Shnemar al titin lanashim chilacha. It says in Mishlei in the advice uh, that um, uh, this is the divri lemuel melach masa asher yisrato imo. This is the we don't know who lemuel is if that's a nickname for Shlomo or if that's some other king. But this is the muster that his mom gave him. Uh, and one of the things is, don't give women your strength. Um, yeah. Uh, the Torah is mockbeat on his heart uh, uh, going astray. His heart should not deviate. That's an interesting phrase. His heart is the heart of the entire community of Israel. 
Lafikah dibuku hakasuv patora yeser mishar haam shnemar kol yeme chayacha. Therefore, the Torah. What does that even mean? The Torah made him cling to. So the Scripture made him cling to Torah more than the rest of the people. Shnemar kol yeme chayacha all the days of his life. Yeah. Well, yeah. Doesn't say safe thing with um, are you thinking of are you thinking of the thing we quote in the um Haggadah Shapesah? Yeah, I said it's probably that's one on T score. It's Ryan Um, it's possible that it says that's interesting. Yeah, not sure. Um, but uh. So what do you think that means? His heart is the heart of the entire Kahal Yisrael. It's a strange one. Let's see if there's a source for that even, um, or if this is from the Ramam. Uh, Vav, it does not look like there's a source there. Let's look at no Ravid, no Migdal O's, no Radvaz, no Kesef Mishnah, no Lechem Mishnah, no or Sameach. Of course, no Yapshuta. Sad, sad. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. His heart is the heart of Kokal Yisrael. Yeah. Right. So those are the four answers. So let's think about it in the symbolism of the time. Okay. It's sort of like the center of his national history, national mascot. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Okay. I, I definitely I hear that, Tamara. That makes sense. I was thinking differently. I was thinking that um, uh, I, I think yours is probably more likely than what I'm going to say, but what I'm saying is still true, which is that um, a person's heart is uh, often refers to their desires, right? So the desires of the Kahal uh, are in him, you know? And I think what that means is that everyone like the king represents the pinnacle of the fantasies and, and yearnings of all the people in the kingdom. You know, that's not, people don't do that way uh, to our president right now, but like if the king is the person whose will is completely unfettered and has all the resources of everything. So like the way he lives is really like the ultimate expression of what people want and yearn for and like what they're striving for. Like, I think that is, um, you know, evident in at least the popular conception of societies where the king is a god, you know, like everyone's like aspiring to that, or not aspiring, but they they, they crave that position, you know, um, um, and certainly like in the like uh, indulgent, like hedonistic kings, you know, like that guy is going to be represent, he's living out what I only fantasize about, you know, so I think that is a, another thing that, that if his, therefore, if his heart goes astray, then their hearts go astray, you know. Yeah, I think both both are possibilities, but I think yours is, makes more sense in terms of like monarchy. Mine makes more sense in terms of like the gavra of the king. Okay, Kvarbi Arno the Zion. Kvarbi Arno Shemalchi beistavid Danin v'Danin Osan. We've uh, um, So we've already explained, I think, in earlier in um, probably in Hilchos Sanhedrin or of Edos that uh, Malchi beistavid may judge, meaning they can serve on uh they can do din and we can judge them eating <clears throat> and we can testify against them of all israel but with mafia israel gazru chachamim shlo yadin v'lo yadin also um we they the chachamim would go there that um melech israel should not judge and we shouldn't judge him 
He should not testify, and we should not testify about him. Because his heart, it looks like there's a whole discrepancy in the Nuschalos uh, here. His heart is coarse with them. And this is going to lead to some sort of like bad outcome with the, the, the religion. Yeah. Given I don't actually think there's a distinction between based David and other Malchus in that history of doing that. There might have been a history, but I mean, yeah. So there is a. We're selling the decree like this many times in Yahweh, aka many times in Hashem. After all, based on David's temporarily ceased ruling. So therefore, the reason they exclude based David from it was because they knew the next one would be Mashiach. But as an otherwise, there's no actual difference why based David would be more fit. Be more willing to accept judgment. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I guess one of the questions would be, when did they make this gazera, right? Yeah. Um, and then when you say that that we don't, what do you say that you say we don't find? Um, I mean, like you have people from base other who like, a lot of people like put Volazar in the base of Big Dosh, which even the worst of Hashem, I don't think ever did that. Uh-huh. Right. So, so you're saying, I mean, we don't have any cases where we put the Malfi based David on trial. As I think that. Let's first say the bat, let's reverse the God to the YVX there, which is, well, they put Yanai on trial, then he showed uh-huh. up, and they all realized this is a terrible idea. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they made the uh-huh. And remind me again, I, I, I don't remember what the deal was with Yanai. He was, uh, well, the Hashanah, he was uh, Tzaduki. Oh, okay. It was like uh, killing uh, Purusha because uh-huh. he was a Did he have another name that he went by? Or am I mixing him up with someone else? Uh, okay. Uh, actually, I gotta look it up really quickly. Yanai King. Uh, King Yanai. Yehonasan. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. Wait, is he, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait. Is he the one who was a coin goddle and became uh, Tsuduki? So? Okay, yeah, I think I, I think that's what I'm uh, thinking of, yeah. Because it says, like, his father, he also served as a high priest. Um, interesting, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, okay, so where are we now? We are here. Okay. Um, anyone who rebels against the king or commits treason, I guess, against the king. I don't know if you, whatever, rebels. The king has permission to kill him. Even if he um, uh, decrees on the rest of the people to go to a certain place and he doesn't go, or he does not leave his house, uh, or he decrees decrees that he should not leave his house, and he goes out, he's liable for death. And if the king wants to kill him, he he may kill him. Uh, What's the full puzzle here? By Yeshua. It says, I'm going to just look at the full thing here. Uh, it says, um, let me just go a little bit earlier here. Uh, this is Yoshua Aleph Tezai. So the people answered Yoshua and said, everything that you, that you command us, or the, sorry, the he, that you commanded us, we will do, and everything that that you uh, send us, we will wherever you send us, we will go. 
just as everything we listen to Moshe, Kin Nishmaelacha, so too we will listen to you. Raki Hashem Elokecha Imach, Kasher Haya Imosha. Only that Hashem, your God, may be with you like he was with Moshe. Ko Ishasher Yamra Espicha, any man who rebels against your mouth, Lo Yishma Estavaracha, and doesn't listen to your words, the whole Asher to Venu. Uh, 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 and everything that you command, you must. Shall we put to death? Rock, Chazak, and Mats. Only be strong and uh, courageous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we've seen this before that Yoshua had the din of a king. Okay. Um, so then he, oops. Then he says, oh, so that's it. That's the more din more of the Malchus. Pretty straightforward. So, so to anyone who uh, scorns the king or insults him, the king has permission to kill him. Kishimi ben Gera, like Shimi ben Gera. What, what was the case again with Shimi ben Gera? I know that's a famous thing. Basically, after Alshon took Yerushalayim, Shimi ben Gera, I think at some point, started insulting David. And then, and then later, when David was coming back, Shimi ben Gera, at the lead of a Hush congregation, publicly apologized. The way where David was, I think, Effectively, for political reasons, had to accept it. Uh huh. <laughs> Interesting. Did David mention him on his deathbed? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, kill him. Yeah, right. Told him to go someplace, and one day, but then when he left to catch a fleeing slave, someone had him executed for that. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I didn't remember something about that. All right. The king only has permission to kill with a sword, right? So that's a that's an interesting thing, also. Um, Vieshlo, yeah, I think the sword, there's only three ways to die by sword, uh, to be executed by sword in Judaism. There's for, uh, it's the chiyu, it's the uh, Misa for murder. I think Irhani Dachas, if I'm not mistaken, and then Melach, more of Melachos. Vieshlo le'asor ulahakos pashotim Okay, so he can uh, imprison people and hit them with, uh, with a stick, I guess, or a whip, uh, I think a whip, uh, for his kavod. Okay, about low yaf kir mam, but he cannot uh, make a guy's mamun half kir. Vim hif kir har is a gazel, and he does that, then he's it's gazel, which is interesting because he could take the mamun, right? Which can't be maf kir, yeah. Yeah, he has to be tax, like. Yeah, right. He can. He can. I think he can do that. Yeah. I can't remember. Like, what's an maf kir? Because I remember. Feel like it. Well, a lot of the time when the base uses their half mamun power, it's effectively as tax. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. But being mafia, though, definitely is a different uh, mechanism, though. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I presume you can do one with the other, either way. Uh, yeah, you could probably accomplish the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's a good excuse, right? So if you are mavatal gzer of the melech because you were involved in a mitzvah, even a light mitzvah, then you're pater. Divir harav, divir haved, divir harav kodmin, because words of the master and words of the servant, the words of the master come first, i.e., God. Certainly, if the king decrees to, to um, abolish a mitzvah, then you don't listen to him. Okay, kola horgim nefashos, shalo buraya brura. So, anyone who kills people, any murderer, but there's no clear cut proof. Okay, so let's say like a. Whatever, or without warning, even with one aid, that's interesting, or an enemy who killed someone unintentionally, right? I guess because you could suspect that maybe he did it intentionally. The king has permission to kill them. And, uh, and to, to repair the world, to correct society based on what the needs of the times are. Right? So this is like uh, similar to the power of a... Um, uh, of a Bastian, the Bastian has the power to do this as well. 
extrajudicial killing. Um, he can kill many people in one day, and he can hang them. I did not know that. He could leave them hanging for many days. In order to instill uh, dread and to break the hand of the wicked uh, evildoers of the world. Yeah, all right. I mean, that's the difficult thing about uh, the, like, you know, um, let's say like Menasha, you know, like he killed a lot of people, but I don't think the Tanakh tells why he killed them. And I'm sure that he was putting them under, putting under like a legal, um, you know, uh, or, or like a in service of the country, like legal framework, you know, um, that's the, the, there's the Midrash that he had um, Yeshayahu killed. Uh, and that was his uh, grandfather. Um, he put him on trial for heresy and killed him. So that's pretty, uh, it's pretty extreme, but legally has the right. Yeah. It's a scary thing. Monarchy, you know, could do very good and very bad, but mostly very bad. Okay. Um, I think that's going to be the end of our doing of Hilgos Malachim and Malchamos because the next part is about taxes. And while that's not uninteresting, I kind of want to finish up for the, well, I guess you're only going to be here for two days next week. I kind of want to finish up, um, or I do want to finish up Hilgos Matan Zanim Perik Yud. And it's also thematically appropriate to Shavuos because it's a Tzedakah. So it'd be nice to finish that up because we didn't get, we didn't get back to that. Okay. All right, let's stop. This was all, I thought can he take if you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are matt-schneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.